You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Welcome to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Mickey. And this is Megan. Hi, guys. We're back for another week, and this episode is just us. We wanted to just kind of touch base with you guys and talk, just the two of us, get a little intimate over here, Um, and we just thought it'd be a really good idea since we're a couple weeks into March to kind of touch base on those New Year's resolutions that we set almost three months ago, so we're going to get into that in our episode, but before we do, let's dive into our highs and lows. Do you want to go first? Sure. Um, let's see. My high just happened yesterday. Um, it was kind of in the midst of some weird low things. But um, so my daughter's school was canceled today and yesterday um, <clears throat> because the, a staff member somewhere in the district, not at her school, but at one of the other schools, um, was in contact with someone who could have had the coronavirus so to be precautious because it's a school district like one elementary one middle school one high school they all ride the same buses and everything so they shut it all down for two days to like really hardcore deep clean and i just found that out i mean like waking up yesterday morning i was like oh there's no school today this is so (laughs) weird really like okay cause for concern of course but so i had both kids home with me all day and we were already starting to go a little stir crazy. So I'm like, <laughs> what are we going to do? So we went out, out and about. Um, we did like a little bit of shopping. And um, I, it just ended up turning into like one of those good luck days for me. Like we went nice. to Raw. I was like, oh, they can pick out like a cheap toy that'll keep them entertained all day. Because I had a lot of work to get done this week. I'm like, you guys can like, let's go pick something out. I just happened to peruse the dress aisle, which I have been to that store two or three times a week, every week for the past like month and a half, trying to find a white dress for my sister's birthday coming up at the end of the month. <laughs> and I found a dress yesterday Ooh. and it was two sizes, you know, like, so I could pick which one fit better, cheap, like fits good. It just finding that was a miracle. And then I had um, a free coffee, like on my card. So I got a free coffee. I had a free Chipotle entree. So I got free lunch for me. So it was just days where I was like, okay, this like started out crappy, but the little things are keeping me, you know, keeping me happy and feeling good about the day. So yeah, that's awesome. Let's see my love. Um, is again with this virus, they're starting to like cancel all the group gatherings. So this Friday, especially, um, my daughter's first grade class was supposed to go on a field trip to the Mount Baker theater and it was going to be this like performing dogs show. And her teacher, um, asked me to be one of the parent like volunteers for it. And I was like, heck yeah, you had me at puppies. I'm so excited. (laughs) canceled which is such a bummer and um he had to tell the class and like piper came home and cried about it he's like they're gonna be really emotional i feel bad but um and then i just found out michael's field trip also to the mount baker theater but for another thing um is gonna be canceled too so i mean the the things with the huge pandemic it's not 
that important but just like in our little world in this house it was like kind of a bummer so yeah oh man I'm sorry are they gonna be able to make them up or is it just like I'm not sure what they're gonna do they canceled the school play there's like a bunch of things coming up that are canceled and I don't know how the logistics work on rearranging that stuff and who knows how long this is all gonna go on so so I I have no idea as part of the PTA I'm sure I'll be part of trying to figure out (laughs) something else to kind of make up for it for everyone so I'll keep you posted oh man scary yeah well hang in there and wash your hands (laughs) right um okay so my highs and lows my high is actually really really high this week i'm in a much better place than i was last week um we went on a vacation with our friends hazel and caleb and their son alistair and alistair is seven months so him and nora are just about almost exactly a year apart and we rented like the cutest little house in Seabrook which is just outside of Ocean Shores but it's like a little beach community and it is so cute it has like every little section of houses has like a community fire pit there's like a hot tub and a pool for the community like tennis courts dog park basketball courts playground it's just like trails to the beach like, you can drive, we took a drive out to Lake Quinault and did, like, a five-mile hike, like, all around the rainforest in there, which was beautiful, and we spent a day at Ocean Shores, um, but the best part of the trip, the whole trip was just, like, literally perfect, but the best part was our house that we got originally, <clears throat> excuse me, was a two-bedroom house, because it was just the six of us, two kids, so four of us and two tiny humans and Alistair doesn't even crawl or anything yet. So we were like, Oh, just a tiny house will be perfect. And two bedrooms, one story. And when I walked in, Quentin and I arrived first. And when I walked in, I was like, what's that smell? And I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm paranoid. Sometimes can be like a hypochondriac, just like, you know, sensitive, that kind of stuff. So I was like, that's probably nothing, but I thought it smelled like mold. And Quentin's like, oh, I don't know. It kind of smells like mold, but I don't know. I can't be sure. So he kind of checked all around to see if there was visible mold and there wasn't. Um, and so we're like, okay, well, let's not say anything and we'll see what they say when they come in. Maybe we're just being weird. Oh, and before they showed up, I called the office and I was like, hey, kind of smells like something, maybe mold's in here. They told us just air it out and, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. So our friends show up and they walk in and the first thing Hazel says is, what is that smell? And they couldn't place if it was mold either, but it was a very like distinct smell that seemed really familiar. And anyway, in the middle of the night, it had woke both of us up because the smell was so strong. And we did decide that it was most likely mold in the attic or the crawl space and the ventilation system wasn't working. And so we called the office again and they're like, you know, we'll send a a maintenance guy over there and he walked in and he was like this was a weird thing to say but he was like it's like an invisible cloud like you can just feel everything that's happened in this house you love- <laughs> like what and he was like like before you guys and now <laughs> we were like, that's, that's disgusting and so anyway <laughs> they um they're like well we probably can't you know move you because 
you know, you book through Airbnb, and so that's a third party, blah, 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 blah. And we were like, well, yeah, it'd be super inconvenient to move. Like, we got here last night, and we, like, unpacked everything. But also, we have two small children, and if this is mold, like, creepy. So they called us back after talking to the maintenance guy, and basically they're like, okay, so... (laughs) yeah, we're going to go ahead and be able to move you guys. And, you know, it's just going to be a little bit of an upgrade. Just a two-bedroom house, huge, with its own personal hot tub. Like, yes, please. So we went and checked it out. It was perfect. Made the move with mimosas in an hour. So it was, like, actually really fun and part of the adventure. And it just was, like, the most peaceful, relaxing trip. Did not have to think about the coronavirus one time. Like, because we were just in the middle of nowhere and we like cooked all of our meals in the house or were in the wilderness. So we just did not have to worry. So that was amazing. And I'm missing the vacation already because it was a simple life, man. (laughs) Then (laughs) come back to Coronavirus Central. Mm -hmm. So scary here. Um, So Thurston County today just got their first case. So I know it's like you know, it's kind of trickling its way. So it finally made it to us. Um, and so we decided today, you know, we're just gonna, this is my low, we're just gonna go do our normal Costco run like a few weeks early. And we'll just pack up, we'll just stock up on a couple like non-perishables just in case, you know, I'm trying not to like lose my cool completely. Cause like I said, I don't handle this stuff very well. And so um, we go to Costco tonight And it wasn't crowded because we went at, like, 7. And we need toilet paper just anyway because we didn't get it at our last Costco run. So we're like, okay, well, they should hopefully have it restocked. Out of toilet paper, out of baby wipes. We ended up with, like, these flushable wipes. One of the last boxes, like, just in case we completely, because we maybe have, like, six rolls of toilet paper left. Yeah. So we're like, okay, just in case, we'll end up with these. Got an extra box of diapers, like just to, you know, be safe, just in case. Like who know, like who knows what's gonna happen. It's like absolutely terrifying, and just like going to a a store like Costco, like a big box store like that, and seeing them out of things was just like a really eerie feeling, and it's not even that bad yet here at least in our part of the world but it was really uncomfortable and just kind of put things into perspective of what could happen also there was a woman there who was just walking around openly coughing oh god not covering her cough i was like go that way we're like dodging her but it's just like (laughs) who knows like we've probably all been exposed at this point Mm -hmm. realistically but yeah to anybody who is being severely affected by the coronavirus or anyone in your family like our thoughts are with you and just you know hang in there because who knows what what is going to happen around here we went um grocery shopping the other day just me and little michael and um i actually like didn't notice any difference at fred meyer at all it was in the middle of the day and um i mean i go down like the toilet paper aisle which seemed to be like (laughs) the hot commodity so i didn't notice that but um but we had gone through like the the freezer section i think Mm -hmm. and then 
over to like the deli and just being in the cold, Michael like started kind of like sniffling. But I was like, oh my god, I don't want people like staring at us and like wondering if he's sick or whatever. Which I don't even know if that's like a symptom, sinusy stuff. I don't even know anymore. But um, but I was just very like, okay, no coughing, no anything. Like let's keep it together and get out of here. So <laughs> staring at us. Like yeah, create scary time to be out in public for sure yeah and just why toilet paper yeah why like i have no idea (laughs) i really don't get it (laughs) yeah like get your one extra costco pack in case like you don't make it out to the store in like two the two week incubation period or whatever but like i saw a video a costco employee posted on facebook of the doors opening and people sprinting with their grocery carts to the toilet paper. I just like, really people, you should not be using that much toilet paper anyway, just because of the environment. <laughs> like, Let's keep it to a couple squares and let's <laughs> leave some toilet paper for the rest of us. <laughs> oh my Lord. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Costco wasn't the right place to go for toilet paper, but Maybe I'll try somewhere else. But, like, hand sanitizers out everywhere. And I'm already, like, a hand sanitizer freak. And I have, like, this giant one in my car, which is starting to run low. So I'm going to have to start conserving that because if once that runs out, I don't know what I'm going to do. But, actually, I don't want to scare everybody. I've been doing a lot of research about it online. There's a lot of different things that have come up out about how it's spread. Um, but... You guys should just do some Googling because I don't want to, like, spread fear <laughs> to people. Like, we're just all doing the best we can. And fortunately, it's not affecting our children very badly. So, um, at least as moms listening to this episode, you know, just keep doing the best we can. All right. Shall we move on to a different topic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I feel like coronavirus is going to be at the beginning of each of our episodes until this is figured out. So it seems to be like the hot topic. So just bear with us and hopefully we can stop talking about it soon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So goals. Um, Let's see. We all get so excited about our goals at the end of the year and in the beginning of this new year. And, you know, usually by, I don't know, what do you say, February? I would say most people kind of forget about the goals that they set. So we just thought that this would be a really good time to check in with ourselves and with our listeners and just kind of friendly reminder that, hey, we're almost a quarter through the year. And if you made those goals, it and you forgot about them or you're sticking with them, like it's not too late to pick them back up. And if you're sticking with them, we want to know about it because that is a hard thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So we've been doing really well. Um, Our podcasting goal, we promised you guys that we would come out with an episode every week and we have done it amazingly through hell and high water (laughs) you know my couple solo episodes but we we made it work and I'm so proud of us for that me too the it's not it hasn't been easy but it's been really fun I feel like I'm really I get really excited to share I mean the awesome guests that we've had so far and just you know checking in with you guys it keeps me accountable just on 
my daily life. And, you know, like right now it is what nine o'clock on Wednesday and this episode's going to come out on Thursday, but we, you know, it's keeping us super accountable and it's been, it's been really fun. So we're going to continue to produce these for you guys. Um, let us know, give us some feedback. If you guys like our episodes, what we've been doing and the kind of topics we've been having, or if you have any suggestions as we move forward into the next part of the year, but we're going to keep that going. Let's see. Um, I had some, I went back and looked at some of my personal goals. Um, my main one was for my business to, you know, kind of grow my business. I was pretty lenient for this first part of the year because um, I still have a kid only in preschool. So he's home with me a lot. So I don't have a lot of time to like do anything really. Um, but I've been getting really busy lately, just random word of mouth things like some parents at school my daughter's teachers having us make some sweatshirts for his baseball team and we're becoming sponsors for that um just like a bunch of random little stuff which is awesome and like keeping me motivated and kind of building the momentum and my big goal was to do another craft fair um I didn't get to do the one that they had just recently for springtime um it just didn't work with Mike's work schedule but um I just got an invitation to do um, like the, the Linden Raspberry Festival, which I'm considering doing, which would be, you know, um, like in the summer, outdoor. Oh. We went to the last year, which was pretty cute. There's like a basketball tournament there and stuff. Um, so I don't know if I'm going to do that one, but it was kind of exciting. I, I don't actually even know where the invitation came from. Like I got it, you know, like offering, you know application to do it so um if that one doesn't work out I still plan on doing another one as soon as possible because I had so much fun and I feel like it was just really good one good exposure for our business but also I just had I had a good time and I like loved talking to people about what I do because I'm so passionate about it so so yeah so I guess I'm kind of you know working towards that goal still but I haven't forgot about it and I haven't given up on it like I usually do. Don't ask me about my fitness goals. <laughs> <laughs> I even made those this year. Maybe not. Um, that's one of those giving myself some grace for a little longer. But um, but that but yeah. can be a goal too. You know. Yeah. That can be something like working on yourself in that aspect could be a good goal. Yeah, I'm. I'm really trying to um, to be in the moment and like especially with my body. Because I I'm such a emotional roller coaster when it comes to just like body image and everything. Like some days I'm like I'm gorgeous the way I am and my body's been through so much, and then other days I'm like Oh God, what am I doing? <laughs> but I just it's I mean working out for me is just not um, a passion for me right now, and I struggle with finding time to get normal things done. So that's just not something that I'm ready to to tackle right now. And I'm becoming okay with that. You know, it's, that's my choice. I have no, <laughs> no choice, but to be okay with it. So, so yeah, yeah I think once you, you know, kind of accept that that's your choice, then you don't have to be like, Oh, I should be working out right now because that person is, you know, it's just kind of like, this is where I am at and this is what I do and don't want to do. And then it doesn't become that internal battle, you know? Yeah. It was really like liberating. That. 
to go shopping and I've been like, okay, I have three weeks to go. If I start doing this and this by then I could lose some weight and blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, you know what? This, <laughs> there's no way that I should buy anything too small because it's not, it's not. And then I'm going to go somewhere in something too tight. Yep. I don't think that looks good on how my body is right now. And that was like, okay, okay. I could do that way less. It, it just made shopping so much less stressful. I love so, that. Yeah. So that was nice. Nice. Let's see my fitness goal. Speaking of fitness um, is <laughs> to do a half marathon this May. So you guys, my goals in general, just, I want to say basically got derailed from my sickness at the beginning of the year. I know I keep talking about this, but this was like a traumatic, dramatic, like just, oh, I was doing so good. <laughs> it kicked me off, like off my tracks, like losing three weeks of my, you know, the beginning of the year when everything is so exciting and fresh. And it's like, if you lose that momentum, then it's so easy not to get back on it. So I'm trying to get back on it. So my, my goal is still to try to do this half marathon in May, but to the same tone of what we're talking about, you know, with kind of knowing what you want to do and respecting that for yourself. Like for me, I've done a few half marathons and to me, it's like, as, as long as I run the whole time, then it's a win for me. And if I walk, I fail. And with getting so behind in my training, I feel like I have to go into this with the mindset of if I walk, it's okay. If I finish the race, cause it will be my first race since before I got pregnant. If I finish the race, then it's a win. So I have been slowly getting back into my training. I was doing pretty good. And then I, you know, literally got the wind knocked out of me with pneumonia. And so I'm like slowly increasing myself back up. And I ran three miles today actually, which is the most I've done since I was sick. So that's still my main fitness goal. Um, we'll see how that goes. It's going to be a struggle for me, but I'm excited. So there's that. Um, with business goals, I, again, feel like I really got derailed. Fortunately, my sickness was mostly through one of my transactions that was pending. And I didn't really have anything else like actively that I was working on. So my goal is to close 20 real estate deals this year. Um, I have, I have one closing in a couple weeks. So I, by the end of this quarter, we'll have closed two, which isn't quite where I wanted to be. I wanted to have like four in the first quarter. Um, but I think with all things considered, I'm still pretty happy with where I'm at with that goal. And I'm just going to keep, you know, trying to put my name out there. I actually got a lead um, who reached out to me on Facebook and they had heard about me from a Facebook group, I guess, like several people recommended me in that group. And that just made me so happy and feel so good. So thank you. If you're listening to this, and you recommended me, I'm trying to kind of grow my name in this area and, you know, get my name out there, get more business organically like that. So um, that's still a goal that I'm like heavily working on. So thank you for anybody that can help me with that goal. And shameless plug but let me know if you or anyone you know want to buy or sell a house <laughs> because I really really want to reach this goal <laughs> that's awesome that's yeah. that's 
like the but yeah, the best compliment is a referral, right? That's pretty big that they they shared you on Facebook. Yeah, it made me feel really good. Yeah. And also, um, I didn't say before we got on that, but good for you for getting back on track and still keeping your marathon goal, your half marathon, yes. but that's a freaking marathon to me. Um, see <laughs> to like make excuses and you could have just as easily been like yeah no I got off track and it's just not going to happen this year and just give up and no one would blame you you'd be totally justified but like that is, I'm just proud I'm proud of you and that you are sticking with it and I have total faith in you that you're going to totally nail your goal thank you I I really appreciate that and support like that does help and then there's also a couple other moms in my stroller strides group that are planning on running this race too and so you know they've been super motivating with like hey we might not run the whole time so you know it's just like good to grow that community of support with any goal that you may have but especially one that you know seems to be extra challenging and thanks for saying that I really appreciate it It helps a lot also with your goals I feel like when you tell somebody that you're doing them And we may have talked about this before, but when you actually tell somebody, this is my goal, it makes you feel so much more attached to actually finishing that goal because you've announced it to your friends and your support system. And, you know, you don't want to let people down by not doing it. Yeah, totally. That's that's a huge huge motivator for me because I am so much more concerned about letting other people down than I am myself, which is something I'd really like to work on. Um, but yeah, I'm such a people pleaser. So if it's something that someone is going to notice that I didn't do, then I'm definitely gonna bust my butt and figure out a way to make it happen. Heck yeah. Yeah. Like this, um, craft fair now. (laughs) Oh yeah. I know. where are you? What are you doing? What? I'll have to keep you guys posted. It's, I mean, I think that won't be such a hard goal because it's something that I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, that I enjoy. Uh, so that that's kind of a an easy goal, but we'll see just with logistics and all of that. But um, yeah, I totally see it happening. Yeah. What goals? Let's see. I'm kind of looking at, I'm like a list maker, you guys. So I made this really detailed list of all my goals for the year and broke it down kind of by category. (laughs) So looking at my personal goals, my number one goal was the January whole 30, um, which I did complete. And I'm really proud of myself for completing that because I was also sick for half of it, which what the hell body, like I was really (laughs) just taking care of you and you know, whatever. Um, but along with the Whole30 comes food freedom. So I don't know how many of you know much about the Whole30, but there is something in the Whole30 community that they call food freedom. And it's basically not attaching so much emotion to food and having the freedom to have that cookie or have that piece of cake without putting all this guilt on yourself for it. And that's just like a very very summed up version of what it is but I don't want to like dive into that on this episode um but I feel like I have actually been doing pretty good at achieving that food freedom I've been able to pass up you know I'm a like freak for sweets and I've been able to pass up sweets on certain occasions even on our trip that we were just on I like was able to 
make good decisions and still enjoy myself and kind of indulge when I wanted to. So that's a goal that I've been able to stick to, which I think was a oh. really, really big one. Yeah, that's yeah. huge. Yeah. Let's see. What are some goals that we've totally just dropped the ball on? Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many goals that I like set out loud. I know one of my just like life goals is I'm trying to learn how to how to be a housewife. <laughs> I just I mean, my husband works long, I mean, like 14 hour days with his commute. It would be nice for him to come home and have like at least not a pigsty and like have dinner ready or whatever like just me like keeping up that end of things which right now keeping the kids from killing each other is like (laughs) full-time freaking job but um, it's something that I'm working on but if you come over to my house unannounced you would not even know that I (laughs) ever tried because it is crazy it's crazy I will say I'm also trying to cook more. Um, I just, I don't in, I don't mind cooking that much. I hate making the decision of what everybody eats every meal of every day. Uh. Yeah. Just like another decision. The kids whine about most things that I make anyways, even if it's something that they like, I'm like, I know this is like, I made grilled cheese the other night. I'm like, this is cheese and bread with butter on it like I don't understand what the yeah. problem is well, like, like? oh my god can I just have toast I'm like no <laughs> this is basically <laughs> toast but like way better Ugh. but I've I have been cooking more just so that we're not spending so much money eating out and eating out is just not as healthy for you um and I've been doing a pretty good job about that so in order to help me with that goal and just my like house organization I will say a little tip um I bought the kids these little like like dollar whiteboards that are uh, magnetic on the back and so they can stick on the fridge um I'll have to I'll share one someday on our Instagram but um I just stuck it to the fridge right above the water thing because I drink water like crazy and I'm always at the little water thing on the fridge put it right there and I started writing, okay, like, here's today's goal. This is what I, or the things that I need to get done this week. And then that way I'll see it nice. multiple di- multiple times a day. Because I am also a list writer, but then I never go back and look at my <laughs> list. Like, I'm so bad. And I'll make this really great grocery list and then not even bring it. Oh, so, classic. Like, oops, organize my mind to write it down but then I don't often go back and like do the accountability thing of like actually checking stuff off but that way if it's in front of my face like I've been way more likely to stick with it so I'm like putting meals up there I have my little shopping list up there on a pad now but um but like have like appointments and all kinds of stuff and it's been really nice so I'm trying to make it easier on myself to stick with these things and by having it in my face every day has been really helpful yeah and that's good you look at it because I have some stuff posted up in my office that I just like purposely don't look over there (laughs) so I'm like I don't want to remember that I want to do that that's a lot right now (laughs) well we have a whiteboard that's also in the kitchen but it's by the back door and I just don't (laughs) there as often and so I don't look at that one 
like there's no excuse to not see this and it's smaller so it's not as overwhelming it's just a few things for the day or whatever yeah but yeah that's helpful. nice I'm proud of you that's awesome that is a big like helpful step so I'm gonna have to try that too yeah. I have totally dropped the ball on being consistent on my social media both for real estate and for our boss ladies. I really, really love the idea of what social media can do and just kind of like giving people a behind the scenes look into, you know, life that isn't always so pretty and, you know, curated. And I go through these phases where I get like really into it and then I just disappear and I'm like, it's not that I'm nervous or like, I don't want to go on there with no makeup. I just, I'm just, it just seems like a lot at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that was one thing I really wanted to commit to because I feel like social media, as odd as it sounds, because it is not actually interacting, but it's such a strong way to connect with people these days. I really want to connect with people on that personal level. So that's a goal I'm going to be refocusing on again and I keep telling myself I'm going to sit down and make a social media plan for this because we pre we preach about that we you know that's something that we all know works and we've all we've all talked about it but I just cannot seem to find like the oomph to actually do it Mm -hmm. so that's a goal I've dropped the ball on that I'm recommitting to so hold me to it please everybody (laughs) yeah Yes, um, exactly the same with me. I have my Fixer Up and Sippy Cups page, and I think I've like once a month I'll be like, oh gosh, I haven't posted on there, and that's a lot of like my family and friends too, and like about my kids and my family, and I just haven't been posting on there. I'm like, oh, I feel guilty, so I'll like throw up a picture every once in a while, but I haven't posted anything on my embroidery thing in a while. Because now it, it, it's like it's been so long that like mm-hmm. how do you get on kind of thing. And yeah, it's just in the middle of everything else with life. It can be really like I'm on social media a lot all day. Like I am in this house with my kids or kid or whatever. I'm lonely, like so yeah. freaking lonely. So I'm like, I want to see what my friends are doing on Facebook and Instagram. Like what's the outside world like? Like what? Is happening, but I just don't post as much because either I'm like, well, nothing that interesting is going on with me. I don't have anything super witty to say, or like I just kind of overthink it. And just taking that step to like make the effort to do it is just draining. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. one we put on ourselves, but at the same time, it's fun. Like mm-hmm. it's always we always get really great feedback and interactions with people. Um, so it's nice to, that that way it's kind of more of a two-sided conversation, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's something I'm, I'm definitely working on too. It shouldn't be so hard. (laughs) Yeah, it shouldn't. Stories do people want to hear me listen, (laughs) listen to me say, you know, whatever about my kids, but probably a lot more than I think. Yeah. Relatable. You know, it's good to relate with other people because it can be lonely being like at home with the kids and it helps you feel not so alone when you see hey I haven't showered today either and also have no makeup on and oh I also am having a horrible day great (laughs) and I enjoy 
I mean, not the bad days, but I enjoy watching other people do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, hey, me too, me too. Yeah. 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 Something for us to focus on, for sure. Yeah. I think my last big one that I wanted to touch on is, like, finding the work-life balance. I'm still really... I think it's always going to be a goal for me to grow in that. Um, But lately, I just feel like I'm... Like, I have, you know, the showings and the, you know, actual contract side and things like that down, like, so pat. But it's just finding, like, new systems in my life as a mom to keep myself organized. I feel like I'm kind of always getting ready to get ready for these systems. And I just am never fully executing them. Mm. And so I think just, like... I know what I should be doing to, you know, maximize my work time, at least for office things and, and, and that. So just kind of actually finding that balance and putting these systems into place to help make my life easier um, is something that I keep trying to work towards in the first part of this year, but have yet to actually do it. And I, you know, I signed up with John L. Scott Real Estate, which has been awesome. And they just offer so much stuff and it's amazing and I need to learn all of it um and I really want to do that and you know it's I get then I get busy with clients or then I get busy with Nora and it just goes to the back burner and the back burner so just trying to get my life together in my own systems to get that work-life balance down pat um hopefully at our next quarterly check-in I can say that I'm doing better at that Good. Well, good luck. I have total faith in you. You're a rock star, and I'm sure you'll get there. Thanks, girl. Well, that's that's it for my goals, for sure. Anything yeah. else on your end? I don't think so. I think we, you know, have set some big goals for ourselves, both individually and with this space. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear from you guys where you are at with your goals so far this year. So hit us up in our Boss Ladies and Babies Facebook group. Or if you don't want it to be so public, shoot us a DM if you'd like. Um, Just because, you know, like we said at the beginning, it's really easy to have that momentum that first couple weeks even of the year and then fall off. So we would love to. We're all about accountability in this space. So we would love to help keep each other accountable. Um, it's not too late to set new goals, keep it going. So yeah, that's our little motivational (laughs) speech for the, for the week. (laughs) You can do it. Yes, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I guess we can kind of round out this episode with our hot mess stories. (laughs) I, I've missed sharing these with you guys because we've been having our guests share and we've had so many amazing guests on lately i hope you guys have enjoyed them as much as we have and some of their stories <laughs> good to know that we're not alone out there in the hot mess situations for sure yes. um, but um i'll go first uh so mine happened oh, happened i think i mean it maybe like last month um i volunteered at my daughter's school they had a um a assembly this guy came and he's called the reptile man and he comes and he does two assemblies like the um 
K through second and then third, fourth and fifth graders get to come. And he brings all these um, like snakes and lizards and cool animals. And he's like an amazing speaker, really funny guy. And he puts on, you know, uh, like pulls them out and shows the kids. <laughs> it's way cooler <laughs> than how I'm describing it, I promise. But so Mike and I volunteer to help out. And um, we kind of find out beforehand, or at least I did, that I'd be hel- helping hold a snake. And I I honestly didn't think too much about it. I, I hate snakes. Like, come over to my house in the summer, and there's so many gardener snakes out there, and you would think that it was, like, a yard full of anacondas the way I <laughs> I cannot walk out there. I hate it. It it really is just, like, a pure terror thing for me, which is crazy I know but um so I'm like okay I'll be holding a snake I'm what whatever or helping hold a snake and so I, I just really didn't think about it too much until we get there and we decided to go sit in the stands with my daughter's class to wait our turn and so he's like okay um so who are the snake helpers and they like point us out and like in front of the whole auditorium so I'm like okay this is happening and you can see the like size dog kennels that this guy brought and he brought like an alligator and all these like cool little snakes but he's like oh this is gonna be the big one and I'm like okay so we go up there it's Mike and I and I think a couple kids um all line yeah there's like five of us that line up with our arms out and he's like okay just whatever you do don't turn around so he's behind us getting the snake and oh my god so we're standing there with our arms out in front of us and he like opens the lid or whatever and pulls the snake out and all of the kids scream and you you screamed also (laughs) well no because i didn't see it so it's happening behind us so they pull it out i don't get to see what it is and the kids all scream so i'm like oh my god this is horrible but it was this huge beautiful like uh yellow boa i think boa constrictor kind of like the britney spears snake you know but bigger i think bigger it's gotta be bigger than that um so he like spreads her out across all of our arms and it's all fine it's like cold and really smooth like awesome okay cool like okay well now um at the end of the assembly you and Mike are going to hold the snake so that all the kids can come by and touch it. And it's just going to be the two of you. And I'm like, okay, I'll take the butt end. There's no way I'm taking the head end. And I have to say, Mike was probably way more freaked out than he let on. I'll just. (laughs) (laughs) But so the two of us get this snake, which is freaking heavy when there's only two of you holding it. And we're like standing by the door and I have it looped like, behind my neck over my arms like you would you know like you would I don't know carry a I don't know how to describe what that is like a shawl I guess over your shoulder kind of thing but it wraps its tail so over my right arm so down by my waist um across my back and hooks its end of its tail into my front left belt hoop loop on my pants so it's like belt loop across my body around my arm to the other side to Mike holding the head half oh my um, gosh. And it got such a tight grip like I couldn't pull the tail out and I didn't want to like hurt it or anything but it was like really tightly wound on there so it had like a really good grip on me I'm like okay 
this is fine. This is fine. But then I could like feel it moving and it was just getting heavy and like kind of like started feeling like it was kind of squeezing me like around the shoulders and neck. And then so Mike's holding the head and it keeps trying to come at me with its face. (laughs) And he kept trying to move it, but like it's moving its face at me. And the guy's like, okay, yeah, if if she gets heavy, you can set her down on the table. And he's holding this like four foot alligator. Oh, and gosh. he's like, you can set it down. I'm like, well, I can't set it down because it's stuck in my belt loop. Like, I can't. And so I'm like trying to stay calm, but it, the time is going by and I'm just slowly starting to just lose my shit. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is heavy and it's starting to hurt. And it's tr- like the face is coming at me and I can't. I like was trapped in this snake. I, I like, <laughs> it's going to be, I like, get the face away from me. Get the face. And Mike's like, I'm trying. I mean, I'm like moving it. I'm trying. And it just keeps coming that way. <laughs> and he's like trying so hard. It's getting close to his face. And like, and the stand there smiling at this point too. Like nothing's wrong in front of all of these. Like sweating profusely. And like, <laughs> honestly, I was, I, towards the end, I was not smiling anymore. And I, to- I like, I started to panic and I was like, I need you to come get the snake off me. <laughs> and the guy had to like, okay, yeah. Okay, let me go put the, the alligator away. Come get it. Like, I made him put it away early and come save me. Because I just, I started, like, really freaking out when its face was coming at me. Like, I could not do it. And so, finally, he, he comes and, like, takes it off. No problem. And carries it away. I was shaky for, like, the rest of the day. It really freaked me out bad. <laughs> to the point where there was we had to go back for the second assembly and I like tried to like lay down with the kids and like take a little nap or something in between because it was like a few hours um and I just like I couldn't stop shaking I'm like I can't I can't do it I had to text them I'm like uh so is there like anything else I could do and find someone else to do the snake she's like yeah I was not gonna make you do that you did not look like you were having fun <laughs> there's a few pictures like of us standing over there and a few of them my face you could just like see that I was over it like over yeah, didn't it didn't those just surface I just saw those um, yeah well yeah, yeah not, not too long after um yeah. yeah so it was terrifying and Mike was not excited about having a face by him but I was like you know it's a constrictor so it's not gonna bite you it's gonna yeah. squeeze you to death and he's like oh that helps because then he and another dad did the snake the second time he's like i felt better once he told me that about the face like then i wasn't so scared but it's like the size of a small dog head Jeez. head on that thing um and they got to set it on the table i was like that is some bullshit okay <laughs> set the snake down and i got to go sit and i like helped out with the tortoise which really i just sat there but i was like this is fine i'm never volunteering to do that again. so now i'm like the snake girl <laughs> i don't dude. even know why you volunteered to I, because i can't say no to anything and i don't think that i like i just didn't realize how big it would be you yeah. know yeah like Brittany made it look all cool and cute like this was probably twice the size of that thing and heavy and squeezy and i just did not like it at all so so yeah that's that's my hot mess moment. That's yeah, something that will go down in infamy because there's <laughs> graphic evidence. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, when I heard like 
that you did that I was just like oh my gosh why would she <laughs> like I like snakes I think they're really cool and I wanted a pet snake for a long time but I don't think I could even do that because they're just so creepy there's a, a beautiful animal and it would have been cool just if it wasn't wrapped tightly around my body and like anchored down I yeah. thought you were a beautiful animal too apparently <laughs> <laughs> real big hug (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's a good one all right so my hot mess is about nora and myself and also quentin and how oh man poor girl okay how we handle things so this just happened actually on our vacation so nora had a lot of food that she doesn't normally eat um girl can eat and she normally just eats what we have but we also had kind of different food than what we normally eat and we just kind of let her have oh you want cookies okay oh you want that fine um because we were on vacation and so we were on our way it was day two we'd been there or it was day three technically I guess we'd been there two nights and so we were on our way to Lake Quinault which was like a 40 minute drive from where we were staying and we decided it would be a good idea for all of us to go in one car and I have like a a SUV but with a third row of seats but we are all tall people um (laughs) Hazel and Caleb are both like 5'11 I think as well I'm 5'11 Quentin's 6'5 and we had two car seats so we put the car seats in the middle row and the claps squeezed into the very very back like with two car seats so you couldn't put the seat down they had to actually crawl over the seat (laughs) to get in so there was no getting out right so we're on our way and we're like oh yeah someone definitely pooped (laughs) one of the kids of course and (laughs) just to clarify because you never know on this podcast (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> so we get to where we thought we were gonna hike and we get out and we're like oh it's Nora so we pull her out and it's like oh my gosh like Quentin gets her out he's like blow out blow out blow out like shoot this has not happened in so long and you guys if you listen to like our OG episodes you know that that girl used to blow out all the time there's something about her car seat when she gets in that car seat, it is just like waterfalls of poop. <laughs> so, anyway, so the, whatever. It was like not okay. <laughs> the smell and everything. <laughs> Luckily, I had one change of clothes because I figured she was going to get dirty on the hike or whatever. And so we put her in her change of clothes. We decide, oh, this isn't actually where we're going to stop. We're going to go up a little bit further, mile further up the road. So we go up the road. Everyone was like, oh, pee like, bleh, like, so gross, right? We got, <laughs> we got it taken care of. We had to leave the clothes in the back seat. So then we go up and we get to the next spot and we get out and we go on our hike and she's on me the whole time and nothing happened, luckily. And we get back from the hike and we eat a little lunch at the car and we get back in the car And we drive for about five minutes and we're like, man, stinks back there again. And I just hear 
either Hazel or Caleb from the very, very crammed back of the car. Do you guys have a window you can roll down back here? And we're like, yeah, we smell that too. And they're like, we think it's the clothes from the blowout. I'm like, I don't think that's the clothes. Like, we smell it up here too. So we like, skirt, pull off into like this little pull out because it was like getting real rancid in there. And <laughs> go to the back seat, pull out of her seat. It is everywhere everywhere so we're like on a little gravel pull out in the middle of nowhere Quentin grabs her out and lays her down and he goes oh dear god and she sees his face and she just started bawling and she (laughs) this is actually really horrible and sad but also pretty funny at the same time and total hot mess parents so she's laying on the front seat just looking at us like, ready, ready, up, up, up. Like, I do not want to be here right now. And like, probably embarrassed. And we're just like, panicking, but also like, handling it like, wipe, wipe. Oh, switch. Then I switch in. I rip the diaper. New diaper. He's handing it to me. But all the while, the hot, messiest part of this whole thing is (laughs) Hazel, Caleb, and Alistair, our friends, are trapped in (laughs) this car. Like, Alistair's eyes are watering. They're just like, oh. And in our panic, I had shut the back door. I shut. Everything was shut except for the front door. And we're just like, wipe, wipe, diaper, switch, new clothes, blah, blah, Just Oh, man. It was hilarious. Awful. Poor kid. Like, that is going to be a story. Like, when you are a teenager, I cannot wait to tell your boyfriend. Like, it was so, so bad. Um, she's, she's okay now. She, she didn't have another blowout, but we were driving back and we were almost to the house and we just hear her tooting up a storm back there. And I look back, she had no pants on at this point, just the sweatshirt and a blanket over her. And I look back after she tooted and she lifts up the blanket and looks down and I go, are you okay? And she says, no. Oh, oh poor oh. baby. So, but she was okay and she is okay it just was like oh my gosh it was such a mess (laughs) so we gave her the brat diet for dinner put her to bed and everything was okay after that so (laughs) yeah I thought you'd appreciate that story (laughs) thank you thank you oh man Yep, those poop stories. I just love how once you have a baby, like, poop just becomes, like, so much less taboo, though. Like, you're sitting in the car and someone poops. or like, oh, someone must have pooped. Like, just yeah. like, oh, I wonder which one it was. No big deal. Like, oh, I just I remember when my kids were little, them just, like, looking you in the eyes as they were pooping. And you could, like, tell them, like, oh, God. That's funny. Thank you for sharing. That is freaking hilarious. Nora's obsessed with poop right now, which I think she's like ready to start potty training, but she'll like lay her baby down or stuffed animal down and start like patting its private area and says, poop, poop. Like, oh, did your baby poop? Did this poop? Or like, she even like went up to another kid and like grabbed their crotch and was like, poop. I was like, no, sweetie. You cannot do that. (laughs) Yeah, so that's interesting. (laughs) 
funny. But yeah. Hot mess moments. <sighs> I miss those too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think on that note, that about <laughs> wraps up our episode. Thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, go ahead and give us a follow over on Facebook and Instagram at Boss Ladies and Babies. And you can check out my real estate page. Help me hit that goal over at Keeping It Real Estate 360 on Instagram. Awesome. And then um, my mom blog over at Fixer Ups and Sippy Cups on Instagram. And someday I will post some embroidery <laughs> stuff over at Piper's Designs and Embroidery. Awesome. If you like this episode, please like us, rate us, review us, and share us with your friends. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.